Hello and welcome to the Everything with Val podcast, where we talk about life, current events and travel, hosted by me, Valerie DePau. Today I'm joined by a very special guest in my kitchen in Stockholm, where it is really great, unfortunately, but I'm joined by my really good friend, Bailey. Bailey, Hello. please introduce yourself. Hi, yes. yeah, it's great to be here today. Um, so my name is Bailey. I am originally from the U.S., from California. So this gray weather is definitely different than what we normally <laughs> have. Um, yeah. But I've been here in Sweden now for two and a half, almost three yeah. years. Um, we're yeah. in our third year, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in our third year. It, yeah. yeah, we are Thank making you. progress. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've known Val for almost the whole time I've been here, I guess, because yeah. I moved in July and you came in November. November. Yeah. yeah. So just to give like a short recap for everyone, we can definitely get into that a bit later, but we are former colleagues. That's how we met. We yes. met through work. Um, and that's like a whole different episode that we can definitely dive oh, yeah. into. Yeah, like that's a whole thing. But essentially, Bailey and I both work in startups. I work in currently in InsurTech and you work in Meditech? It's, no, it's like, um, oh, I don't even know what we're... F- it's AI, or not AI, I guess, but... Uh, Probably 3D technology. 3D technology, that's... Probably. Yeah, I guess that would be our... It deals with feet, that's why it's, I said it's, Yeah, it's a little bit harder to, Explain. I guess, maybe medical in that way, but we yeah. don't really do medical stuff. But it is feet, so... It is feet. <laughs> right, then we've gotten that technology. out of the way. <laughs> but, so, essentially, Bailey and I yeah, met from work, both, like, living expats' life here in Stockholm, mm-hmm. been living here for almost three years, and have the same birthday. Yes. I'm, if we calculate it correctly, I'm... An hour-ish older. I think that's what it was with the time difference. With and the everything. time difference, I yeah, we think, I think I'm an hour older. We could be wrong. Could we, we well. definitely <laughs> could be wrong. But something we definitely have in common is that we both studied abroad, mm-hmm. and it's in the general sense of both studying abroad from where we're from. Correct. And I've done also the study abroad traditional program that one could. Yeah, you know, and I think have of. as well. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. But to just jump into it, so. I was living in the US, so I was born and raised, um, for those new to the show, I was born and raised in South Africa. I was living in Cape Town, and when before I had turned 19, I moved to the US. And you were living in the US. So you were yes. living in Texas? Where were you living? When I studied abroad. No, like just before you went just on be- abroad. Just before I went abroad, yeah, yeah. I was in Texas when I did that. So, because yeah. I did my first year of college in California, yeah. and then I transferred over to Texas. So yeah, I had been living there for two years. Yeah. And what was that difference like between California and oh, Texas? Oh, that could be a whole other episode <laughs> right there. Um, it was very different, I it think. Very different. very different, yeah. Um, Where in Texas? Fort Worth. Fort Worth. So, okay. right outside Dallas, yeah. Nice. Um, and I think there were a lot of people at the school that were also from California, but okay. I feel like if you actually took the time to look outside of like the little school bubble, it's a very different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and. One that I definitely started... I think I actually realized it even more after my study abroad experience. Um, But just different... People are nice, of course, but different viewpoints than what you see in California. Yeah, I could definitely agree. I mean, huge difference for me, right? I went from South Africa to the US. (laughs) And I've never studied university level in South Africa, so I have nothing to compare it to. So Mm -hmm. I went to an American school in Cape Town, actually. So it's called the American International School of Cape Town. And I think for me, to a certain degree, like I was expecting a lot because I had been in an American institution, Mm -hmm. if we could say it. But I think what was so different when I went over is 
and we're definitely going to talk about this later in the podcast when people give you advice on how to sort of acclimate i think we should really take it more for like what it is than someone being like oh i know this more than you do yeah i think everyone has sort of different levels and Mm -hmm. i think obviously you can all go about that but i think if we're going to go into it why did i pick the u.s it was the school that i got into Mm-hmm. So my school had a affiliate program with this university, so I could, it wasn't that I had anything easier to get in there or anything, but they would always look for students from South Africa. Yeah. Okay. So that was the one thing. Um, just because they, they have one of the most, I think they're rated like the most diverse university D2 level. Is really? Yeah. Okay. It's the most international students. I mean, we're small. There were 3,000, and I think of that, 35% is international. Wow, that which is, is pretty, huge. That's a huge amount. Yeah, for it's sure. huge. Yeah. It's huge. So you didn't feel like the only foreigner, which was Yeah, cool. that's kind of nice. Yeah. But I think like if we both compare, what made you look to study abroad? I think it was, it's always actually been something I wanted to do. Yeah, um, me too. And so I think it really started when my brother studied abroad and we have an eight year age difference. Oh, wow. So when I saw him study abroad, I was like, and where did he go? Wee little lad. Uh, I, he went to London. Uh, no, he went to Oxford. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. England. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was cool. in Oxford and, um, I had just, I was always watching it and I was like, that's so cool. This yeah. is something I want to do. And so I think it actually was, um, it was always just like mm. I knew that no matter what university I went to, I was going to make a point to study abroad. Yeah. Um, and my university in California was like number one in terms of how many people study abroad. Wow. In I think I think the states, or I was that's, always ranked in like the top three. That's really cool. Um, yeah, and then Texas was a little different, but I had already had <laughs> yeah. it. Like I yeah. know I'm going to study abroad. Yeah. Yeah. So they, like a lot of people where you were coming from wanted to deepen their experience and really get out and experience yeah, exactly. something else, something some else. other culture, mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. I think for me, so if we're, we're going to jump back to it in the second part where we talk about our experiences. But for me, when I was looking from the US perspective, why did I want to go somewhere else? Well, not many of my friends went to the US to study. So mm-hmm. like, for example, Adriana, my friend from Paraguay, Uruguay, yeah. she was living in London. My friends were in Europe and I was like, I was already almost ready to leave the US and be like I'm transferring to Europe Uh let's not necessarily say that it was London but there was definitely a pull to go back to Europe because I thought it was a much more applicable for me student experience having come from somewhere where the drinking age was already 18 oh yeah let's be honest that's a huge thing (laughs) so to just deepen that a bit why did I do what I was doing it was hard because I was split I had just gotten together with my now current partner which Bailey knows is Eric I'm still with him seven years (laughs) later but I was like I want to deepen this experience Mm -hmm. so I started looking we had like a study abroad office as I'm sure you had as well yeah and I went there and I was like I don't want to go to Australia why do I want to be on the other side of the planet I already have the problem Mm -hmm. that I feels too far away from my family as well because my parents went to Belgium so often so when you're in the US like to just be one step closer to South Africa and Europe it's just so much easier yeah understandable yeah yeah so I was torn there but the real one was so I got this map and they were like Paris I was like you know I've been to Paris Mm -hmm. that's not what it is and they were like have you considered London Adriana was living in London Uh and I was like nine months I can be with my best friend doesn't sound bad yeah especially because the one university that they had i really i wanted to go there in general like which university i think it was lse i think it was london school of economics that they had a partnership with but i ended up going to city because you had to have a certain level number of credits i was two credits short 
I mean, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I applied to City, I got in, and then that semester, with my roommate, she went to Paris, I went to London, so together we went on study abroad, uh, full semester of sophomore year, sorry, the year level, uh-huh. so it was second okay. year for anyone who doesn't study from the US system. Wow, you went early for that. I thing. went early, yeah. I was like, I want to dip, guys, <laughs> so I only had 15 credits, because you know you have to earn seven and a yeah. half, and then you earn seven and a half, or 30, let's pretend it's 15 uh-huh. or 30. So I chose London for that reason, that it was a bridge to... So for the three main reasons. I wanted to get out of the US for various reasons. Mostly to, again, to get to be closer to my friends and family. And then three, have a more, what I would call, an expected student experience. Mm-hmm. In a really big city. Yeah. Because I was living yeah. in Boca Raton, Florida. Like, it was <laughs> not a student city it's in any account. It's not a student city, yeah. Um, but yeah, what made you choose what you chose? Yeah, I um, actually, that was the thing. When it got time, because I decided to do it my second semester of my junior year. Yeah. And because it's normally common, pretty common, I think, to do it your junior year. Okay. In at least in Texas. Um, and my biggest reason for not doing fall was I wanted to go to the football games. Because, you know, Texas, <laughs> fair, we're fair. big on football. So, um, Any Friday Night Lights fan, it's like Texas forever. Texas That's the forever. biggest picture. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I knew I wanted to do spring. And then it was just deciding where I wanted to go. Um, and actually, funny, you said you didn't want to go to Australia. So my two options were Ireland or... New Zealand, not Australia, yeah. but New Zealand. And for me, it was kind of just Ireland. I honestly couldn't tell you why specifically I wanted to go there, but it was always just something that I think had you, like... You had a feel. I had a feel. Mm. I had a feel. And I, I think for me, I was like, I've never really been out of the States. I don't really want to go someplace that doesn't speak my language. Because um, I think I was still under that. Like, if you talk to me now, it would be completely different. But back then, I was yeah. still like, okay, this is all new to me. Um, and New Zealand was like adventure like very outdoors i was like oh there's gonna be so much you can do while you're there yeah yeah. um so i broke it down i ended up yeah going to the study abroad office and talking to them Mm. and then um i just kind of came to the conclusion in my mind i was like oh i want to be able to travel while i'm there and do all this stuff and for me i was like it'd be more easy to do that in ireland because i can go to for sure tons of places in europe and then it got down to okay where are we gonna go and it was between like well, it was Trinity in Dublin, or then my uh, advisor was like, or you could go up to Northern Ireland. Um, and me, I was just kind of like barely even realized that yeah. Northern Ireland and Ireland were two separate things <laughs> Let's at this just time. stop there, though. So for anyone who doesn't know, you have the United Kingdom, which includes England, Wales, Scotland, Northern, Northern Ireland. Ireland. That makes up the UK, and Great yeah. Britain is three of them. That's Scotland, England, and Wales. Yep. And Ireland... Is a separate, separate thing. <laughs> just what it's part of the EU still. Yeah. And it is not, yeah. yeah. And so, honestly, my little mind barely wrapped my head yeah. around that as well. And so, it, it honestly came down to um, which ones I thought would have the more more of the classes that I would need to get the credits. Fair and enough. actually, I would have loved to have gone to Trinity, but it just didn't seem to have as many good business options that oh, I okay. could transfer over. Because what was your major? Uh, entrepreneurial management. Entre- yeah. yeah, mine was political science. Uh-huh. So, I did an incredible level of political class like structuring it was mostly political economy and very very intense knowledge of politics Mm -hmm. like world politics which was which was its own thing we'll get into it in the experience (laughs) but i think no okay so now we've set the expectation of why did we actually go Mm -hmm. but i think the next one is actually like our experiences so mine yeah as i said before for looking from me 
in a university level. I've only studied abroad in that sense, like yeah. really studying abroad from my home country. But like the study abroad program as well. But yeah, tell me about some of your standout experiences in, oh, in Dublin man. and wherever. Well, this one was Belfast. Yeah, that one was, yeah, Belfast. That one was Belfast. Yeah, So actually, so yeah, a little background then after yeah. my Belfast experience, I um, did end up studying in Dublin for my master's. But um, yeah, I mean, I honestly think the Belfast experience is what changed. It, it sounds big to say, but like my entire life perspective yeah everything sure. on life and I I, it's the reason why I went to Dublin for my master's it's the reason why I'm here in Stockholm now mm. um I think what was really interesting to note for me was when I transferred schools when I went to Texas yeah. I always felt slightly homesick like I always was yeah. almost counting down the days for the next like oh spring break's coming or like Thanksgiving breaks I'm going home or you know I'm just gonna get out of here and it kind of had me feeling like maybe I can never live anywhere but California and then I arrived in Belfast and it was like within three days I was just like but when you had that feeling was that a scary feeling to feel like you could never yeah it kind of was because I Mm. loved California but at the same time I was like I don't know if I want to just always feel like I need to be like close to family or not that I don't think it's good to be close to family but I was like it was is it's just always how I'm going to feel if I try to move somewhere else. Absolutely. Um, but I can definitely relate. I mean, I haven't added this thing as well, but going to London is the reason that I left the US to study my master's in Belgium. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the fact that I am Belgian from my dad's yeah. side. But I think it's definitely that relationship because, I mean, the US was too expensive. Oh, yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah, already. it was just too yeah. expensive. Like, I was like, if I can go somewhere and live a little bit more of an affordable life as a student it's it's just easier that pressure is a lot off mm-hmm. on you as well so it i mean for me it changed my whole life as well from that sort of exterior viewpoint right but i think yeah just to go back so now we have belfast and you have dublin so yeah what are some standout experiences that you have um i think just honestly standout experiences for me was just like the relationships I made um and they kind of it it was hard to like pinpoint any specific experience with it but I think just some points from that is like the relationships I built it was just such a little like family yeah and so honestly my best memories in Belfast were um like I lived in one of those so if you know like Ireland or mm. even the UK how yeah. they have the really tall like three-story buildings like brick yeah. buildings and that's like the house really tall three okay three story, really, but, that's but great like, tall skinny tall skinny yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess sort of like the Dutch style like yeah. skinny and exactly tall, yeah. yeah and these were converted into like I think ours had 17 rooms in it wow yeah so it was just a house of college students Um, But we made, like, a little tiny community, and it was, like, six of us from the house itself, and then another two that lived next door, one that lived down the street, and one that lived, like, further up the street. But it was just, like, every night we'd be hanging out, making dinner, um, and, like, just then going to a pub. And it was just a really cool community and a really cool way to, like actually interact with other people um, that weren't American and that was I think a a thing to note in that like for study abroad experiences you normally have a I don't know if it was the same for you but you have like a study abroad um, liaison yeah Yeah. I guess and you almost are like a group of Americans and so I know that our London cohort like the same people doing the same um, study abroad that we were in London was like 30 plus Americans and they all just hung out together 
Yeah. And ours was four of us. There were four of us Americans. And um, and I think that, honestly, I actually really, really liked that because yeah. it forced me to, like, meet... You know, there were two Americans in our friend group. Yeah. But then all the rest were from Europe, um, all different countries. Yeah. And I think that was just such a big standout experience of meeting such a diverse group of people and such, yeah. like... There was so much more openness, I feel mm-hmm. like, than I ever experienced in the States, specifically in yeah. Texas. Um, <clears throat> and so those experiences, I think, just kind of like solidified how amazing my time in Belfast was. Oh, but that's and, amazing. Yeah, like I think I learned a lot as well, but honestly, I think just study abroad in that sense had a lot more of like life learning than educational agree, learning, yeah. you know? For me, it was a very polarizing effect because one person in our group was actually also from the same university in the U.S. as I was Uh from, but he traveled all the time. Like he would go on these, like every weekend he was in a different country. He was like, I'm maximizing my time. So I didn't really hang out with him. And then we had two other girls who came from UM, so University of Miami. Mm -hmm. And like, they were awesome because they would really like, we would go for coffee and like do stuff together. But the thing that's so funny is that one of them was best friends with a girl that went to my university that my roommate from my home university uh-huh. was living with in Paris. Oh, wow. So every weekend they would go see each other. Okay. And I'm like, this is like, the worlds are just too small right now. Uh-huh. Like, how is my roommate from America living with your best friend in, in Paris? Paris. It's, it's so crazy. It was yeah. a wild time. But I think, I mean, I want to be clear. I went to London to be with my best friend. Mm-hmm. So it was great that I got these additional relationships, which I'm super grateful for. But I went for her. Uh-huh. I think, looking back, I wanted to tell myself that I didn't. I wanted to go for the London. I went for Adriel. Yeah. Like, it's everyone can judge that. I really needed to be with my it's best friend. It's kind of that sense of comfort. You just it's, have... Ex- exactly. Yeah. And she was living in Uxbridge. So she went to um, a university there, Brunel. And I would go and visit her. So I went to stay with her friend. She would come to me because... Just so everyone understands, if you've never been to London, I lived a minute from King's Cross Station, which is the train station that Harry Potter runs into the wall, St. Pancras International, where you can take the star to Paris, to Brussels, mm-hmm. over like in an hour and a half. So I was living the central dream as a student, yeah. which caused a whole lot of mess on other situations because it was extremely expensive and what have you. But yeah, I went for Adriana. So mm-hmm. for the relationship buildings that wasn't my main priority it did come with it which was an incredible Mm -hmm. result but what was hard is that it's a very different switch from the u.s in that it's moving from someone helping you study to completely independent study i'm not sure if it was the same for you right it's so true oh yeah so my like kids in my class i will never forget there was this hilarious girl that i bonded with the first day like we got on like a house on fire did not see her until the last <laughs> 11th week she strolls <laughs> in she's like i'm just here to know what we got to do on the exam and i'm like where have you been she's like you don't come to class yeah yeah, yeah. like what do you mean so i stopped coming to class and because mm-hmm. you would have your classes your lectures and then you have tutorials tutorials yes you only go to tutorials guys. exactly like, that yeah. is the vibe of study abroad it was there was with i always had I remember two lectures back to back on like a Thursday and one of them was one hour long, one was two hours long. And I would always try to make it to like the one hour one. And then I would, without fail, I think every week, make it to the two hour one, make it around 30 to 45 minutes in. Mm. And I'd get a text from my friend being like, oh, I'm going to go over to uh, the pocket, which was like our favorite cafe um, and like study there. Do you want to meet up? And I was like, 
yeah, I'll learn all this stuff in the tutorial and would yeah. like kind of sneak out. Yeah, and it was, but it wasn't like sneaking out because it wasn't like the states where they took attendance and like you were based, 100%. like half of your grade was based on like yeah. participation. I think it was just such a different experience because as you know, I'm a big morning person. All my morning lectures, 100% attendance. Because mm-hmm. it was like, then it, I could focus and it was really it, yeah. fitting in and that's where I made the time. But as you said, they didn't take attendance and mm-hmm. I learned more out of tutorials and teaching myself yeah, than I did exactly. at theirs. But yeah, so what also struck me, so an experience that stands out away from school. One day I go to Tesco's. Now, when you go to Tesco's, if you save money from somewhere else, you get these like little slips where you can use them to pay groceries next weeks. Like when it, next weeks, meaning any weeks that you go. Okay. And you get like a little like code that you can scan. So one time I go and I pay groceries. I didn't use the slips, but it comes back and I don't get my car charged. And a receipt, I never take the receipt either because yeah. it wasn't a saving moment. Uh-huh. And I didn't get the, and I walk home and I call my dad because I used my South African card because I didn't have a British credit card or yeah. debit card. I call my dad, I'm like, did we get charged from Tesco? He's like, no. I'm like, did I just steal all of these groceries? <laughs> Kid you not, having an existential crisis, like uh-huh. an existential crisis, if that's even the way you say that word. That's how intense it was for me at the time. I'm freaking out. I'm calling Eric. I'm like, they're going to put me... They're going to take a little video shot of me and be like, she sold fucking groceries from Tesco, yeah? I go back to Tesco, to the security guard. I'm like, listen, you saw me here 15 minutes ago. I didn't get charged for this, but I paid it. Because he was standing right uh-huh. next to me at the checkout, at the yeah. self-check. And he's like, dead straight looks at me in the eye. He's like, you came back? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to get in trouble. He's like, no one would come back. No one would. And I'm not telling the story to get like some prick. No, the the amount of anxiety that I felt in this 50 minutes, I pictured every CCTV in London looking for me because I stole from Tesco. (laughs) It was intense because on our road, like I lived on Pentonville Road, which is a really big main road that leads to Islington Angel. Okay. Or Angel Islington. And on our road, like, it was some of the most interesting characters because you had extremely wealthy officers, you had a homeless shelter, and then you had a brothel. All in the same road. Interesting, okay. It's a very good blend of the, you know, traditional city life, one could say. But that that Tesco stood out for me because I kid you not, every time I went there after, I would get six receipts if I could because I did not want to go through it again. But that, that for me was like one of the most uh-huh. standout ones. Like it, it just didn't feel that way. But I think some of the other experiences and the reason that I just wanted to add that story, like those are the things that would happen outside of when I would be with Adriana. Mm-hmm. Because what is hard is that you're not seeing a lot of your classmates every single day no. as you would in the US. Uh-uh, not at all. And that's the thing. I actually look back and there were very few classmates that I even like had any sort of relationship with at all. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know if it was the same for you, but for me in the States, group projects were everything. 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 And presentations were everything. Yeah. And then in um, when I was in Belfast, it was like a totally new concept if we'd have yeah. a presentation or a group project in a class. And I remember being in one group project and they were just like, what do we do? Like, this is the first time we've been in a group project. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it was like, other than that, though, it was very rare to see classmates yeah exactly. and so that a lot of my friends we all went to the same university but i mean most of my friends were like uh engineers oh, wow. and okay. um or like in pharmacy mm. or dentist dentistry dentistry, dentistry? yeah, I think that's yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't my friends from like classes where I feel like in the States that's normally yeah, no. where you make friends. But I think like to just full circle that moment, it is a lot harder than you expect as well. Mm. Because I've like up until that point when in the US, you know, your final is maybe eight to 10% of your final grade. When you're getting to Europe, this is like 80%. It is like your whole thing pretty much. You can graft on those like little assignments. If you fail that final exam, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be real, you're fucked. Yeah. You can thank God they have like the reset options, which is not a thing in the States, but when you're studying abroad also you're not thinking about that you're not thinking like oh yeah, you're come not back thinking here about the, the exam, fall right? you know? yeah, yeah exactly oh yeah but it's it's a lot more intense it's it's way sure. more intense i think the pressure on students is a lot higher which is not always a benefit i would say Mm-mm. but i think you know it is something that's very different because i mean i didn't put them i won't say and my parents might get a little upset hearing this i won't say that academics at that time of studying abroad was the main forefront of my priority i I was there to have a good time Mm -hmm. yeah i would say the same yeah a hundred percent but i think like if we move on to like sort of our learnings like just before we get into there is there any now that we've been talking a little right now Mm -hmm. like about experience is there anything else that sort of stands out as like a experience maybe you also had a tesco moment it's so funny when you said i didn't have a tesco mental breakdown but we did so i lived on our our um street was college gardens and there was a tesco just like right around the corner and so one of my my best friend um the other girl from the states who actually was funny we live in california like super close to each other really didn't meet each other of course till belfast and we're still like best friends now but we would have our little like weekly tesco dates so we'd always go walk in the tesco together and do groceries and she didn't live in my house she lived three houses down but literally spent every waking hour at our place and mm. we'd only go back there to sleep. So normally we'd buy our groceries together and like yeah. keep them in the fridge. And it was just so funny because we'd go here every Thursday at a certain time. And I'm pretty pretty sure every single person at that Tesco thought that we were definitely a couple because we would just be sitting be? there yeah. arguing about food. And then we'd be like in the line Great. being like, okay, you pay for it this week. No, I paid for it this past week. So it's your turn to pay for it. And the lady was always just like, Oh, these two, you yeah. know, bickering over who's paying for the, yeah. for the, um, the groceries this week. But it was, that was my, our Tesco experience and Tesco popcorn. If anybody is listening to this yeah. from the UK or Ireland or wherever you have a Tesco, there is a sweet and salty oh, Tesco yeah. brand popcorn Cool. that we would just go through bags of all oh, really? the time and there was a, yeah there was a pub that we would go to that would give little bowls of popcorn oh nice and whenever we'd come in they'd kind of just know and they eventually would just bring us the bag yeah because we would just go through it there it is guys your first learning so that's my tesco, tesco. yeah tesco, tesco yeah but other i mean other learnings if we're talking broad sense mm. um i think what was interesting for me was kind of when I, like I mentioned, one of my main goals was traveling a lot when I was abroad. And I actually, though, re- realized I didn't travel too much. I traveled mm. a lot. We had, like, a extended spring break. It was almost, like, four weeks of Shit, vacation. that's great. Yeah. Because um, St. Patrick's Day fell right before our spring break. Yeah. And, and Easter, right? Because Ireland. Yeah. yeah. And Easter, yeah. It was Easter say. and then uh, St. Patrick's Day. And because we were in... Part, well, Northern Ireland, but yeah. Ireland, it was like they closed down for the entire week to celebrate St. Patrick's Whoa. Day. So we just got an extended week on our spring break. Awesome. Um, so that's when I did most of my traveling, but honestly, I didn't do much. Mm. 
during the rest of the year, but I actually really liked it because it gave me a chance to really get to know Belfast yeah, and really I get to imagine. know my friends there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I think like just around with one of my experiences, I don't even know if I've told you this story. So when I was studying in Antwerp, I was living on the Paddelmarts and there had been a little incident. So I live, my parents actually live in the West Flanders in a coastal city over there. So one weekend I was like, I couldn't study for whatever reason. I was living in like a 16 square meter little uh, student place. And I was like, I need to get out of here and just go home because my parents were in South Africa. So I was like, I'll go home, chill there and just utilize the space. They have a garden. I can go for runs and stuff. Mm -hmm. I get on the train. Like when I say I get on the train, I'm sitting in the seat. Like my butt has touched the seat. I get a call from one of my friends being like, are you all right? Like, are you hurt? And I'm like, excuse me. Like, yeah. uh, what what do, what do you mean? That's a very odd question to be calling me at, like, 8 o'clock at night. Uh, he's like, the building, like, two blocks down from you just blew up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it was insane. So they had a gas stick in this building, and unfortunately, people got hurt in this. And our building, like, the glass had actually broke because the glass had shook yeah. so bad. And I had family members in South Africa calling me because it was on the news in Belgium that there was a building that had exploded. And I'm like, what is the chances that I'm on this train Yeah. at the moment when a building decides to start blowing up? And like, and yeah, as I said before, unfortunately, some people got hurt and there was mm-hmm. like some incidents after. But it was like the most like surreal feeling yeah. ever. Because I called my dad um, because he was out for dinner, but I knew someone was going to call him and tell him. So I'm like, okay, let me get ahead of this before he starts panicking. And I'm like, I'm okay. Like, the building broke down, and he knew which one. And now when you drive past it, it's still, like, completely disintegrated, wow. I think. Wow. I haven't been to Belgium in almost a year and a half, but, yeah, we would drive past all the time, and it was still mm-hmm. completely blown up. It was, a, like, that for me was a very surreal experience. Yeah. Like, a, like it's such a surrounding one, but, uh, no, definitely, like, there were some moments in Antwerp where it was, like, wow, this is getting a little bit weird, or, like, mm-hmm. interesting things like that, and then mm-hmm. you just kind of question it. Um... But I think, yeah, to go to your point about the learnings, I think one thing is to really consider where you're going. Like I said, I was so adamant to go to the US because I wanted to put as much space between me and what I knew to be. Because I wanted to really, you know, I can be on my own and stuff. And I mean, I lived in the US for three and a half years. So that was that was one thing. But man, I miss my family. Those first six months were probably the roughest of my Mm -hmm. life in that time. Mm -hmm. Because... I had left everything. Like, no one knew me. I was going to people who had family in, like, Philadelphia and would go home on the weekends. I'm like, and I'm here alone. Like, I especially think it's hard during two things. Your favorite holidays and the country you're in's favorite holidays. Uh It's tough as hell. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you will agree. Like, Oh, yeah. It's it's tough. Yeah. Like, even to this day, Thanksgiving here is hard for me. And I found a way to, like, celebrate, obviously, with friends, but... It's hard living someplace else when, yeah. Yeah. And I have that coming up in a few weeks. We will have Easter here in Sweden. And uh, Easter is my favorite holiday. Uh And it's very different because we have like certain, you know, confectionery things and just traditions that we have in South Africa for it. And it's been hard to like get through those Mm -hmm. not doing it. But uh, yeah, Thanksgiving was hard for me in the US because people would all go to home to their family. And I'm like, I'm going to stay in the dorms. I'll just be by myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely changed when Eric and I got together because he mm-hmm. made us, you know, this, when I say full turkey, 
it wasn't a full turkey as they know in the US. I think this thing was a kilo. Let's okay, let's let's calm down on, on that yeah. side. Of it. But I think that that's definitely one. So like mm-hmm. when you're picking where you're going, really think about how well you can actually handle the distance yeah. between you and your family. Like I think if you're in Europe and let's say you're in Italy but you're from Spain, great. You can easily fly home for mm-hmm. like a long weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. What do you think? I mean, I definitely think it de- depends as well. Um, yeah. Because for me, it was like, this was pro- the furthest I had... No, I had I had lived in China for a few... Yeah. For like two months the year before. But like, this was the first time I felt that I was actually really going out on my own. Because yeah. even in China, it was with a group from my school. While this was kind of like completely brand new. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely think, you know, it's like, if you're interested in studying abroad, but not sure about the distance... Then it is fine to pick something that's close enough yeah. um, because it's still a different experience. Yeah. And I think just as long as you really t- make the most out of that experience mm-hmm. and like actually take the time to get to know other people, get to know people that aren't yeah. from, you know, Where if you are from Spain and studying in Italy, like try not to just hang out with Spain, you know, yeah, people yeah. from Spain. Spain yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice to have that comfort. But I think for me, it was just like, it was actually funny because. I felt I ended up feeling way more at home in Belfast than yeah. I did in Texas. And Texas is a three-hour flight from yeah. California, and Belfast is like twelve hours. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's one thing is like definitely don't feel pressured to go someplace super far, yeah. you or know? even out of the country, or even out of the country. Yeah, maybe a different you, city. Start yeah. small if you're like you know a little bit scared about it. Because I think as Bailey just said, like some people. And it happens a lot. I've I've known it with other friends. I've had the same experience. People will stay with their... When I say own kind, I mean people from the same city, people mm-hmm. from the same area, country, what, what have you. I mean, I had that with a group of Italians in Antwerp as well. And I thought it was kind of weird to like leave the country wanting a different experience, but then to only be surrounded by people exactly. from not only the same country, but even the same area as yeah. you. Um, so I think definitely do that. My second learning is that do your research like when i say research like deep research of what is it like to um live in that country Mm -hmm. like listen to podcasts youtube books whatever but i think a a second one for me is definitely like i wasn't expecting as a european citizen that when i went to a european at that time uh now brexit has unfortunately happened in the uk but at that time, you could get a different tuition because you were European. Oh, yeah. But because I was coming from the US and I was doing a study abroad, I was still paying US fees. Mm-hmm. And that was, unfortunately, that's yeah, for you. But, yeah. but that's, I mean, that sucks. Because yeah. it's almost 60% less oh, if yeah. I did it the other way. Yeah, and it was. It was so hard because I had to pay a full tuition. And yeah, yeah, yeah pay a full tuition to... Um, granted, then that also included my housing while I was there, which I guess yeah. made up for it a bit. But even still, it was like when we did the math and found out how many pe- how much people were paying for the same housing I was in, I was like, oh my god, if I had just pay- was able to pay for this separately and stuff, yeah. it would have been a I, lot better. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think like if this is your motivation and you've been looking for that sign to go on study abroad, go. Mm-hmm. I have zero things like for all the loneliness, the anxiety, because it does get lonely. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you would agree. I actually, yeah, for me, it was like the probably one of the least loneliest times oh, wow. I had. Yeah. Um, but I think but this great. right here just shows that it's like everybody has a different experience. For sure. But like you said, just go. I mean, if you do a semester, you're there at most six yeah. months. It's not going to be like you're committed to yeah. an entire year or 
Absolutely. Yeah. But to be fair, my time in London on the actual study abroad program was mm-hmm. the least lonely that I was. Because mm-hmm. I'm counting it as the same, like, almost f- six years that I was on study abroad okay, with Belgium with, and the US yeah. and London. Yeah. So I think, sense. like, obviously, you're going to feel some loneliness in six Absolutely. years at least. That's yeah. normal. But I, I, think... I definitely felt it more when I first moved to Dublin for my master's. Mm. Yeah. Um, because it took a little bit longer to get, like, an established friend yeah. group, I think. Yeah. No, but for sure. And I think, like, other things is, like, the practical things. Getting a SIM card, like, mm-hmm. a bank card. You, you think that it'll be, like... I think everyone goes into it knowing it'll be a little bit difficult, but sometimes it's just a pain in the ass. It is just a... Yeah, exactly. It's just a pain. Yeah. Or, like you said, if you study abroad for a short amount of time and don't get a bank card there, yeah. you even run into problems. I had one... I was, like, going to... London and then mm. over down to Cork. Mm. And so because it was going from pounds to euro from Cork to Belfast, um, right before I left, I had lost my credit card. Or no, my debit card. So oh, wow. the only thing I had was credit card. So I couldn't withdraw any money from banks. Yeah. And then um, when I got to Cork, like they were still really behind the time. So a lot of places only accepted cash. Yeah. And so I essentially was like, I had no money the yeah. whole time I was in Cork. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, just the logistics of things is difficult, whether you yeah. have to take the time to get a bank card or if you don't, yeah. and then you're stuck with using yeah. like cards from your own country. Yeah, for sure. And I think like what's fortunate now is they have things like Revolut, right? That exactly. you have a multi-currency yeah. card that you can definitely avoid those types of things. So I think definitely look into like Revolut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Revolut transfer wise as well. I know they have some of the, uh, American competitors as well but I think definitely look into that and take that time to really make that as comfortable as it can be because exactly. that can get way more difficult mm-hmm. like as Bailey was saying because at least you were you with friends I but that sure. I wasn't with friends at oh, all wow. thankfully um I was staying at an Airbnb and there was mm. a girl also staying there with me around my same age and she was from the states as well and that girl honestly paid for like my dinner my breakfast the next morning oh, wow. and I offered to pay her back and she was just like no it's totally fine um, so I was yeah, so sweetheart. lucky for that. Yeah. So lucky for that. And thankfully, I mean, yeah, it is getting easier. Because if we think about it, that was 2013. Or no, 2012 that I studied abroad. Oh, wow. Okay. No, not 2012. Sorry. 20. I was like, that's when I... 2016. 2016. Yeah, yeah. But even still, from 2016 to 2021, like, There's how much so of much that new, the new banking for sure. has yeah. come up. And it's so much easier. And most places now do yeah. accept card or like it's a lot uh, a little bit different yeah. yeah and i think like for example if you're moving to countries and you come from a culture where you're only mainly paying in in card make sure you know that if that country is a cash country is a cash cash one, is king yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. i think for example when my parents um not on a study abroad note but just to add value when my parents come to sweden they find it very odd sweden is basically i mean we're digital completely yeah, yeah. you can even pay for strawberries from the market with swish, with swish which is like yeah. an instant you can pay for edition. the um like vending machine in the subway yeah, with Swish. Swish, yeah. yeah everything is digitalized here so if you come from one of the cultures that definitely have these cash is king sort of mentalities it's a very different experience mm-hmm. also because i feel when i have cash i spend way more money oh yeah uh-huh I, I'm, I'm not sure and that's another loading that came from study yeah board. and that's why i would like what i would do is i would like envelope money so that Same. in stages i would be like okay mm-hmm. i can use this amount of money um but thank you so much, Bailey, for coming on the show and yeah. sharing your experiences, your learnings, and just why you went on study abroad as a whole. Yeah, once again, thank you so much for joining us here on the Everything With Val podcast. Make sure you 
you know, take some time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and let Bailey and I know, you know, what do you want to know about our experiences? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll do one talking about our startup experiences and working yeah. together. That's definitely uh-huh. got some stories. Um, yeah, and share with a family, uh, a friend or whoever likes podcasts or wants to get into podcasts so we can grow the show. And until then, thank you so much and have a great week. And thanks to Bailey. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.